Hello, By My Future listener. This is the end of the first week of the second launch of By My Future. And I have to be honest, it has been an emotional roller coaster around these parts. And I don't know why. Well, I guess that's not entirely true. I think I partially do know why. And I was having a conversation with my buddy Paul Jarvis in a Slack channel earlier today. And we were both kind of airing out some feelings. And it's the fact that there's so many people now in the online world, the entrepreneurial space, the selling digital products and software and things. And we see and hear about so many people who have these tremendously successful financial gains from the things they do. And we know that the products that they're selling are selling the dream. They're just capturing something in a moment in time or they're pitching something that they even know is not going to actually happen. And I'm not going to name names. I don't I don't want to do that. And I think we all know that we have seen some of this stuff. Maybe even some of you have fallen prey to buying some of these things and you've realized afterwards, wow, that wasn't worth it. And yet Paul and I and people like us, we sell really good stuff. And I firmly believe that everything that we create, we pour our heart and soul into, we are super authentic about it, and it comes from our own experience. And we're not trying to jump on any bandwagon, we're not trying to just buy into any trend and we see, oh, online courses are the thing, I have to go jump into that. I mean, when I started with online courses three years ago, I knew a couple people that were making them and I just thought, hmm, this seems like an interesting thing to get into, not oh, there's a whole shitload of money to be made, you know, because people can sell courses about selling courses and yada, yada. Anyway, I bring all of that up because the past couple of days, I've really been wrestling with these, these thoughts of, I don't know, should I be doing more? Should I be feeling differently? And I'll get to the numbers here in a second because the numbers are not bad. And I, I don't mean to be complaining about how Buy My Future is selling, but it's more of a byproduct of just selling things in general. And I think specifically selling stuff that I believe has an amazing amount of value where other people are selling things that don't have an amazing amount of value and yet they're benefiting more because they do all of the growth hacking and all of the strategies and all of the funnels and all of the tactics. And my girlfriend actually gave me a little reality check, a little a little gut check, if you will, the other day. And she said, you know, you can't complain about not having as successful or financially successful as a launch of some of these people if you're not going to play the same game that they're playing. You know, it's comparing something to another thing and it being like apples to oranges uh, or more like apples to wagon wheels. I don't know, just two completely different things because I don't play in the try and get as many people in my marketing funnel, if you will, I'm doing air quotes, and then see how many people I can get to convert through 37 sales emails. I've sent two, well, I will have sent two additional emails than I sent last year during Buy My Future. And I have to be honest, I feel weird about it. I, I feel like I'm over-pitching my audience when it shouldn't feel that way. I am selling something that I truly believe in. I believe in this Buy My Future project. I believe in the uniqueness of it. I believe in the value of it. I know that the people who bought last year are so happy, but yet I still have these feelings. And I bring this up for two reasons. One, because I have a lot of experience doing these things. I'm in my 10th year as an entrepreneur selling things on the internet and doing things and creating things. I still feel these things. So that is just going to happen. 
And the other reason I bring it up is because maybe just bringing it up and saying it out loud and sharing it and being transparent and authentic will resonate with some of you, will resonate with people listening to this who are just like, huh, okay, I, I didn't think that Jason felt that way or I didn't think that you know someone who sells a lot of stuff actually had those thoughts and feelings. And you know, I'll bring my buddy Paul Jarvis back into this and you know, I think he and I both look like we've got everything together and we know what we're doing. But at the end of the day, when we're in the middle and we're in the trenches and we're doing this stuff, we still don't even know what's going to work. And, you know, he's written an article about it and we've talked about it on a podcast that when you launch something, when you put something out into the world, you just have no control. And I feel like I'm, I'm at this point where a week has now passed, pretty much almost a week. I mean, we're really close here. I went through like the emotional roller coaster of the past couple of days of just all these thoughts and feelings and comparison traps and all this stuff. And now I'm just saying, that's it. I felt that way. I'm acknowledging that those feelings happened and I'm just going to move forward. I'm going to believe in the rest of the things that I have lined up for the last week of Buy My Future being open this second time. I'm going to dig in with the people who've purchased so far, whether it's this year or last year, and just be as awesome and as value-driven as I possibly can with them. And I'm going to let everything else just happen. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to be upset about it anymore. But I wanted to share that because I didn't want everyone just to think, oh, I just created this launch strategy. I had this plan. I did these things. And then everything went well and it was just perfectly smooth. And it wasn't. It was a little bit rocky here a couple days ago for me. So let's talk about the numbers because this is where it gets a little bit interesting. <laughs> the first three days of, of Buy My Future this second time were the exact same sales numbers as 2015. The exact same amount of sales, which was just, this is just crazy, especially because the amount of people visiting the website are so different. And now last year did pull ahead a little bit from this year as to where we are now. And so last year at this time, I had sold 54 spots in Buy My Future. And so that amounts to $54,000 because last year's price was a thousand bucks. This year, I have sold, as of recording this, 35 spots for Buy My Future. But the interesting thing is that that has made $52,500. So it's only a $1,500 difference because of the price increase from last year. So that's really interesting. But I think the other interesting thing is that last year at this time, there had been 14,000 people who had visited the Buy My Future website, basically to make that $54,000. This year, only 3,000 people, like 3,300 people, have been to the Buy My Future website in the first week, and that has led to almost the same amount of revenue. So there's something really powerful there, and we'll see how the next week goes because there's a mid-launch bonus that I'm currently doing right now, and if you got that email today, that's real urgency. Just like last year, I actually went back and listened to last year's mid-launch episode and shout out again to Brian Harris for that idea because I love it. It's a really cool hand-picked group of bonuses that are only around for 48 hours, and I'll send out one more email on Wednesday to my list about those bonuses going away, and it's $2,500 in extra crazy awesome stuff that I've seen and used and loved. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how that works out because during the mid-launch bonus phase last year, there were 31 total sales, so we'll see how that kind of pans out. I'll, I'll definitely let you guys know as we get toward the end of this second launch. But yeah, I'm just really, really interested to see how it all pans out. And, and speaking of the word interested or interesting, I'm actually sending out an email tomorrow as of recording this only targeted to the people who have clicked 
the link to buy my future in my emails. And this is full transparency in that email that I'm sending them tomorrow too. But in that email, I'm asking them, what would seal the deal? You've probably clicked in multiple emails. You've checked out Buy My Future. You're interested. You're, you're trying to figure out if you can you know, make it work financially or if you can write it off for your business, which most people can. What's the thing that's holding you back? And I'm really going to be curious to hear what those responses are. And I also have one other thing in that email, which I think I've never seen anybody do, but I'm just really curious because it's how I kind of would like to be marketed to if I was ever in someone's kind of marketing uh, strategy or plan, which is I'm asking them, name something, make an ask, make it reasonable. You know, I'm not going to come and mow your lawn for like the next month or anything super weird, but what is the thing that you want from me that maybe I can do and we'll see if we can kind of do a little bit of a barter. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I didn't do this last year. The thought just came to me today and I queued up that email and about 280 people will get that email. So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys updated on that as well as we go on. And the last thing I want to do is I woke up this morning to a couple very nice tweets. So I just wanted to shout some people out. Uh, Zobia, who bought my future, if you listened to the last episode, you heard that she was the buyer who kind of tied the first day from 2015. And she said, the best part about at Jason Does Stuff's future is truly being part of the awesome Buy My Future community, which plays hard but works even harder. And she threw a little fist bump emoji, which I loved. Thank you, Zobia, for that. And then Steve Gargulio, which I hope I'm saying that correctly, said, one of the cooler things I've done in the past year is buy the future of Jason Does Stuff. Check it out, buymyfuture.com slash Steve, which is really fun. Steve's one of the people who bought last year, and he's got his own partner URL, which I've mentioned I'm doing this year as a just a trial to see how it is. And then one more tweet here was from at Matthew Russo, who I had the pleasure of meeting in Columbus, Ohio a couple years ago when I came to speak at a conference. And he wrote, I love Jason Zook at Jason Does Stuff and all he's done. He's selling his future. What does that mean? Find out at buymyfuture.com. Well, Matthew Russo, if you are listening to the podcast, thank you, my friend. It is so fun to wake up to little notes like this. And I have to keep reminding myself that not everybody can buy my future. And I totally understand that. But there are a lot of people out there who are supporting all of the projects, all the crazy things that I do and put out into the world. And, and that really does mean the world to me. I know that not everybody can make a purchase like this. And I know that not everybody is going to be the right fit for it. You know, they don't need the things that I'm doing, but they do want to support my efforts as a creator, as a maker, as a doer of stuff. And especially the kind emails. I'm even getting emails from people who are writing in I'm just really interested to see how you're writing sales copy and how you're selling this thing. And I think that's so funny because I don't know, I look at sales emails sometimes and I'm like, Ugh, you know, I don't want another sales email, but some people are actually just really interested to see how that process works and how people do it. So I do appreciate those kind words as well. And I will update you guys with some more numbers and some more results from the mid-launch bonus, the let's kind of make it interesting barter email that's going out tomorrow, and with some of the partner stuff that went on this week. So maybe an episode at the end of this week, definitely an episode before the launch is done, and then I'll do one more episode. So you are guaranteed at least two more episodes of this podcast during this second launch phase. And if you have any questions, if there's anything that you are just thinking about or you're on the fence about with Buy My Future, send me an email. Hello at JasonDoesStuff.com. I'd love to chat with you about this crazy thing that I'm doing, about all the awesome value that is jam-packed into buying my future and being a part of 
all the craziness that I'm going to be doing for the next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, you'll never pay me another dollar and you get all the crazy stuff that I'm going to be into. And I just can't wait to see what all that is. So that is it for this episode. I thank you guys for your attention, for your kind words and to the future, my friends.